Welcome to the alchemy of music. We all remember that song during a summer romance or during a bad breakup. We all remember that album that changed your life. And we remember that concert we'll never forget. We'll dive into those nostalgic moments, hear personal stories while examining the cultural and cerebral effects music has and the magic it creates. We'll highlight upcoming tours, artists to see, and the latest in music. I'm your host, Tommy, and now, let's begin. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of The Alchemy of Music. Glad to be back. Happy to have you all here. Today's episode is dedicated to all of you women out there. It's International Women's Day and to all of the female musicians who have broken barriers, altered music, and paved the way for women to lead in their art. We've come a long way and it's really exciting to watch and see how far we've actually come and I think things are going to keep getting better for women and the future looks really bright. It really does. But before we get into today's episode, I do want to dedicate this little segment to one of my favorite rappers. He died on March 9th, 1997, was shot. That is the Notorious B.I.G. If you've heard on previous episodes, I definitely want to do an episode on him someday. Um, He is one of my favorite rappers. I think he's one of the greatest of all time. And one of my favorite albums uh, is Ready to Die. And that album is just, you know, obviously some of his behavior, the things that he did were a little questionable. Um, But that album is one of the best albums. It's one of my top 10 favorite albums. Albums. I know it from beginning to end and he just such a brilliant creator artist so just wanted to remember the notorious B.I.G. on the anniversary of his passing. Biggie we miss you and your music will always be legendary and iconic. Rest in peace. One of my uncle's girlfriends this was way back in the 90s I was six five or six years old Uh, Her daughter was really cool and I used to hang out with her and she'd kind of babysit me but she was super cool, listened to really good music. I remember her room was like, like a deep purple or even black and she had all these cool lights and just so memorable and so 90s at the same time. But um, I remember she put on this ska music, obviously. I didn't know what that was at the time with this girl singing as the lead singer. So, you know, I remember in general, I always loved music, but I was like, this is great. It was fun. It was upbeat. And, you know, I hadn't heard anything like it. And we had like a little dance party and we had so much fun. And then, you know, weeks later, I had heard some of the songs on the radio. And then I went to my aunt's house and my aunt was young at the time and she had the similar tape cassette and it was Tragic Kingdom and I'll never forget the cover. I think there's like dying oranges or something on like the trees and stuff and I'm like, 
cool. This is cool. Okay. And that was one of the first tape cassettes that I ever asked for. I remember I ordered it in a catalog. Um, we had that big catalog. And I, you could order tape cassettes or CDs, whatever you wanted. I think there was other stuff in there too. So I ordered Tragic Kingdom along with a few other cassettes. And, you know, I remember it took like forever just to like come in the mail. Finally, when it did, I loved the tape I remember like looking through like the lyric portion the pictures of the band and whatnot and I was just so amazed like for me as a young girl it's like these are things you don't really conceptualize until you're older and you like look back but I was just so enamored with Gwen Stefani I mean there was nothing more cool to see a girl with like bleach blonde hair a red lip like a cool red dress she was pretty but then she's fronting this rock band with all guys and there was nothing cooler than cooler to me than seeing a woman in a man's world I love that I don't know why but just even from a young age I really respected that now looking back at this memory I really think that Gwen Stefani modeled feminism and what it's like to be a woman but an authentic woman, a woman that wants to be herself, her own version of herself in whichever way that she wants to do that. And I was really lucky because when I really think about it, women were really on the top of the charts back then. I mean, Mariah Carey representing, you know, black women out there, she was killing it. And she was a fashion icon. She was beautiful. She had this incredible voice. She was just so talented. And she was just killing it. And her music was absolutely incredible. So, you know, she was slaying. And then music was kind of changing from the 80s into the 90s. And that's when Alanis Morissette came on the scene and Cheryl Crow was huge. Jewel was starting to come on the scene. Fiona Apple. All of these women were starting to rule music but also rock and roll and obviously the sound had changed. But it was really cool because I got to see this sort of emphasis on you know, female performers and musicians, and they were really, you know, revered and respected back in the day. And I thought it was just a really, you know, incredible way. Like, I just feel really lucky that I was able to see women in such a light. And obviously, there were things that weren't perfect when it came to you know, women and their treatment in regards to the media and Hollywood and all that jazz. I'm not discounting that at all. But in general, there were aspects of, you know, that time where women were like really respected and were, you know, up there and, you know, in a man's world. So that was like super cool. And I'm really lucky I got to have that. And I was no stranger to powerful women. You know, my mom exposed me to a lot of music and she was a huge fan of Pat Benatar who, you know, she was in kind of in a band, you know, she had a band, she was fronting a band in a way. Uh, Debbie Harry, who was lead singer of Blondie, you know, Tina Turner, Whitney Houston, these were really powerful women. They weren't just, you know, fashionistas. They were really strong women that were role models and also just incredibly iconic and also very authentic to who they were. 
And I mean, Madonna, she was like the queen of controversy. Everyone thought she just did the wildest things. But now, you know, she paved the way for a lot of women and she really broke down barriers so that people could could, and women could express themselves in ways that they wanted to. And that's something I do really respect. One of my favorite superstars is Diana Ross. I mean, she really transitioned through music from Motown to the 70s to the 80s, and her music is just so legendary, and it will absolutely transcend time, and again, she's just an icon, and she's just showed up as herself and such a talented singer, performer in every which way. And I really admire those women because, of course, it probably was really hard to transcend even time and genres, especially from the 60s to the 70s. And, you know, I really applaud those people that just kept going for their dreams and pursuing their passions. That's something to be, that's so amazing. Two women I think that were very unconventional but unique and authentic in their own way. One of them is Janis Joplin. I mean, she was just a different soul. She wasn't like, you know, especially in the 60s, you had to be a specific type of woman. Back then it was even more indoctrinated than it was 80s or the 90s. So Janis Joplin was just her own and, of course, an incredible singer, incredible performer obviously she had her issues and whatnot but she was just I think she was just misunderstood like a lot of people but back then the indoctrination was like so much more solid it was really hard to even become more sane I would say and break free from those walls even though it was the 60s it still was a tough time and then Dolly Parton too she just she's her own kind her whole aesthetic her vibe her fashion her look and I mean people still they love Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton is just again she's her own kind and I think that's the thing about women you know we when we use the word term feminist and whatnot we tend to forget that a woman can embody whoever she wants to be again as long as it's not impeding on anyone's boundaries but however their soul wants to express itself that's the way they should be able to and should be applauded to. If you want to wear pants or a skirt or a heels or whatever you want to wear that's your choice if you don't want to have babies or want to have babies that's up to you that's your choice it's being a woman is being whoever you want to be at your core and you know a lot of these people like I said Dolly Parton Janis Joplin they really represented being authentically themselves and I love people like that I always say this on this podcast but again there's no other Dolly Parton there's no other Janis Joplin and there will never be and even if you try to replicate them you're never going to get the same person twice and that's why they're so iconic it's because they've created their own lane they showed up exactly as who they are and that can never ever be duplicated no matter how much or how hard anyone tries so those I think those two women are also really just absolutely incredible and I think Dolly Parton is just still killing it she's gonna be I think she's gonna be like um Betty White and she's gonna live forever and you know obviously we know what happened to Janis Joplin but she's still living I hear her music all the time so (laughs) two of my favorite wild 
ladies of the 90s are Courtney Love. You know, a lot of people are iffy about Courtney. I get it. I get it. I'm a huge Kurt Cobain fan too. I love Nirvana. But I also think Courtney Love is pretty cool. Doll Parts is one of my favorite songs. I mean, if you've ever watched her play a guitar and she picks up a guitar and puts her foot on a speaker and plays it and she just plays it so perfectly, she's she's pretty cool. You know, she's just wild. And, you know, I remember hearing how she wrote, she posted on her Instagram how she wrote Doll Parts. She was pissed off at Kurt Cobain and he was like fooling around when we're dating another girl and she heard about it and she was in the bathroom and she wrote doll parts on her arm and it's just like I just think she's like I think she's even said this like she's you know a force of nature she's a force to be reckoned with she's just wild she speaks her mind she's exactly who she is and she doesn't care and I think sometimes not caring can really come off as brash especially as being a woman it can come off as being like incredibly harsh but it's like you know in some ways that's also really magnetic when you just don't care and you just and um she's been very honest about you know like her her addiction and she's really kind of cleaned her slate these days so you know I always thought she was super cool and I always liked women like that and I even think she called out Harvey Weinstein I think there's a video you can look it up on YouTube where she uh said like don't be alone with Harvey Weinstein or something before he even got in trouble so I applaud those women I do believe she also was she was assaulted I think she was a stripper and she was assaulted at one point and that definitely changed her a bit so you know she's just she's a tough woman but I like tough women I think they're incredible I mean you want to talk about WAP we've got Lil Kim who was like a trailblazer in the 90s you know there's that famous picture of her I don't know if it's an album or something but she's literally literally in a pair of panties squatting I mean how you can't get ballsier than that and a lot of her music was just it coincided with biggies it was you know about love it was about sex it was about tough stuff and I just always love Lil Kim because she she was who she was. She didn't care. She was very unconventional. She definitely made people panic a little bit. And I don't mean that in a negative way. But even back then, like, if you saw that panty cover, you'd be like, oh, my God. I remember when she went to the MTV Movie Awards and she wore that, like, nipple pasty. And everyone was, like, so shocked by it. It's so funny because I remember everyone was so shocked by that nipple pasty and now it's like everyone can have their nipples and their thongs exposed I've even wore pasties to a music festival the thing is the energy of it felt so shameful and now it just feels so free and autonomous and I just respect these people so much because they probably had so many eyes roll at them and they really just pushed themselves and did things that they wanted to do and again I respect that I respect people especially women in a time where things were questionable they just did it and they didn't care and I respect that and and not only that it's not even just that like she was an incredible rapper I mean she still is I love Lil Kim and I think in another way like I said about Gwen Stefani also another feminist feminist can be a definition of however you want it to be and for me it's 
when a real, really, when a woman steps and embodies who she is, that to me is a feminist without a care of anyone outside of her, you know, fully embracing who she is. And there's so many other women could just go on and on about this, like Patti Smith, Donna Summer, Jennifer Lopez. I mean, she's a mogul. She's a singer. She's a dancer. She's a superstar. I like really love these women that just are bosses and and now she's in her 50s and she looks incredible and I really do think that's the key to life is just maintaining purpose and passion that really is a driving force uh, and a fountain of youth I would say you know the runaways I mean an all-girl band so cool I actually just watched that movie recently and Joan Jett is iconic I got to see her a few years ago at Wrestlemania it was super cool but you know there's just so many people that especially like I'm bringing up a lot of these women that I remember during my youth because I was able to see what it was like how music transitioned and from the 80s set more type sound like early 90s to like 95 96 the rock vibes and it just it's really interesting to see how women evolved over different genres and over the years and there's just so many of them and they've really really paved the way for a lot of the women today I mean Cardi B, Megan the Stallion, Doja Cat. There's so many just artists. And then, I mean, look at even Britney Spears. She's just getting atoned for all the crap that she went through. It's awful. Like, I, re- I visibly remember that. But especially being, like, grilled by Diane Sawyer and stuff. That that just was awful. But it's, like, place now, I feel like. Because even when I look back, the, you could you could feel the double standard but a lot of them were socially acceptable now like looking back it's like you can see how much we've evolved how much we've changed but then at the same time there were women that were really just powerhouses and that that's it and a lot of these women were and they probably did experience crap along the way like Tina Turner definitely did a lot of them did they all did I even think um Debbie Harry was raped by a guy once you know and it's like we've all as women experienced such crap I feel like we're on this trajectory where things are getting good and women are going to be respected in a way that like they did you know I think in the Egyptian times women were queens and I think you know again it's however a woman wants to show up whatever way her soul wants to express itself and we need to just applaud that and respect that and love that and allow women to be who they are and it, it's it's so exciting even these women kind of busted down these walls so that these future stars can kind of move through life seamlessly without you know a lot of the judgments the shame the misconceptions the perceptions the projections all the crap so you know I'm just really grateful that we live in a time where things are changing they are changing it's hard to see because we're in such like an upheaval process but 
things are changing, they're getting better, and I'm, I'm really excited to see what the future holds. I'm excited for my children uh, because I just think we're going to be living, they're going to be living in a much more autonomous life, and even the pop stars will be too, you know? So it's really exciting, and even on my last episode, we talked about the Spice Girls, and I know some people feel, you know, about the Spice Girls, but really, they, they embodied female power and girl power and you know like there was a spice girl for every person and whatnot and it's just like they just basically were like be who you are uh have fun and own it own being a woman and I love that I cannot preach that enough and you know if anyone wants to discount the spice girls if anything I think they boosted all of us women with a lot more confidence and a lot more um, worthiness and and to claim that worthiness that we deserve. So TLC and Aaliyah also really embodied feminism and female empowerment, you know, they were, they dressed halfway between feminine and masculine, like they wore you know, like a crop top with baggy pants and sneakers. And again, it was always hard. You could never blur lines when it came to dressing, you know, super nice or it's like they just were exactly how they wanted to show up as themselves. Uh, And, you know, that fashion is so iconic and I love it, honestly. Like I loved their style so much, but you know, those women back then, they really were, again, talented female powerhouses and didn't duplicate or replicate another icon. They were really just themselves. And I just, I, I love TLC. I still love TLC and Aaliyah as well and had that same similar vibe, but also very different in their own way. But yeah, they were just, they were also like groundbreaking back in the day. And then also back in the 90s, Sarah McLaughlin had the famous Lilith Fair, which was an all-female headlining festival, and that ran for many years. And, you know, that in itself, I remember watching that on MTV and I think VH1 and getting to see like what it looked like and the people that were performing and it was so cool so cool and I just I I again I respect women that because those are the women that change things for me and they're changing things for the generations to come and they embrace what it's like to be a woman and to celebrate that one of my favorite musicians that I think a lot of women will agree with me on this is Stevie Nicks. I mean, Stevie Nicks was also very different uh, in this band. You know, she was with her boyfriend, ex-boyfriend, still in a band. I think it was my Halloween episode. We just talked about like what a strong woman she was and she was so untalented and a lot of her you know music was written about you know her her ex-boyfriend that was in the band just so incredibly strong and so incredibly talented 
And I think the thing about Stevie Nicks that I think a lot of people will pinpoint, and I've read stuff about her and watched documentaries, is just her worth. She clearly knows her worth, and she's also faced a lot of her own personal demons. Like, you know, there was cheating in the band with, you know, other people, um, a lot of drug use, and she's really just been very open about those things, and been very open to the pub herself and the public and I think once you kind of like step into those things that you've done that you might be a little bit upset or ashamed about and really kind of own it and transcend it that just makes you even more empowering and worthy you know and I know she embodies that to this day if you've ever like seen her in interviews and I remember she did um American Horror Story like she just is still going and she's performing at Bonnaroo this year she just keeps going and I think she's going to keep going and I just think she really is such an embodiment of respect and worthiness and that I love because I think a lot of women too also need to know that they are worthy and that it's okay to you know overcome obstacles to deal with things that might be painful or shameful and that you are able to overcome them and you can transcend things so uh yeah she's definitely one of my favorites for sure well I want to hear from you guys let me know who uh, some of your favorite female musicians are. I know I couldn't get to everyone today, but I want to hear from you guys. Who do you think uh, transcended, who transcends time, who's evolved, who's broke barriers? I want to know from you guys, so please let me know. And that's it for me for today. So if you guys enjoyed this episode, you enjoy this podcast, please do not forget to rate it, review it, and share it. Helps these stories get out there. It helps this message of this podcast be heard. And I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's episode. I appreciate you guys all so much. And I am wishing everyone so much peace in the world. I hope you have a great week and I will talk to you next week. Take care. Oh, 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 oh,